Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We bring you a 10-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show is brought to you by BodyShot Performance. They use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshotperformance.com. And now here's your host, Leanne Spencer. Hello, welcome back to the show. If you're a new listener, great to have you as well. Here's what to expect from today. It's a 10-minute episode, as always. And I'm going to drill down a bit deeper into this idea of movement snacking. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the foundations of fitness, which if you haven't listened to that episode, jump back and have a listen because it's a really good one. The three foundations of fitness at very high level are walking, are standing as your default, particularly at work in the office environment if you're office-based. And then the third one's about movement snacking. And the basic idea around that is that you get enough movement into the day that if you don't get to do a workout later on the day, it's not the end of the world, unless, of course, you're training for something very specific. Uh, But you've got enough movement, enough kind of maintenance movements into the day that you can maintain a basic level of strength, fitness, and ultimately health. So that's what movement snacking is all about. And I thought it might be helpful just to drill a bit deeper into that and talk you through what a typical day of movement snacking looks like for me. And this genuinely is... A, a pretty much a typical day for the four days a week that I'm, I'm here in the office where I'm talking to you from now. So it'll start off with um, a very sort of brief bit of movement first thing in the day. So what I will do is while the kettle's boiling, for example, or coffee's brewing, just some gentle stretching and nothing funky, nothing clever. Uh, I'm not doing sun salutations and going into different yoga moves, maybe just bouncing on the spot. And the very act of jumping around on the spot is a really nice, gentle way to wake the body up, to be honest. It's a great way also to help set your circadian rhythm. And I may be doing that just to loosen up the muscles, uh, to wake the body up a little bit. It could also drain the the lymphatic system, which is where toxins can build up overnight. So it's just a really nice, gentle way to get moving. And the beauty of this is you can do all of that while while a, a coffee's brewing or a coffee machine's whirring away and doing its thing. Or if you're waiting for the kettle to boil. So you don't need to change or anything like that. This is gentle. Or just some simple little stretches like stretching overhead, putting your arms up above your head, windmilling them around the body or to the side of the body and then moving from left to right in a lateral way. Just gentle stretching. And another upside of doing a little bit of stretching first thing in the morning, you can start the day off with a a good sensation because stretching, when you get that tingly sensation in stretching, it's producing endorphins and endorphins interact with pain receptors in the body. So it feels good to stretch. It feels tingly and and kind of um, a a nice sensation. So that's the other good thing. You can get your day off to a good start, not only stretching your body out, but also feeling good about doing it. So that's the first thing. All of that, by the way, happens while a kettle boils. It's not long or convoluted. Now I'll, I'll take the dog out every morning for at least two miles. Now that I wouldn't, wouldn't say is a movement snack because that's a significant undertaking for some, especially if you haven't got a dog and you don't need to go out and commute. Let's say you're working from home. So I wouldn't count that. Um, but of course it is a great foundation of fitness to my earlier point. Um, I'll get into the office and I'll adopt the second foundation of fitness, which is making standing my default, but I won't stand all day. I will sit down for things. I'll, I'll, I'll move between the two. Presenting, I'm always standing up. For a lot of new business Zoom sessions, I'll stand because it changes the energy and I think it projects a good example. 
Um, but I'll, I'll look at probably the kettlebell that's over in the corner of the office and I'll think, right, that's going to be my bit of equipment for today's movement snacking. So for today, for example, I'm recording this on a Monday. I'm just doing five bicep curls, cupping that kettlebell and, and moving through the full range of motion, lifting it essentially from the hips all the way up to the chest and then slowly lowering. I'll do five of those and then I'll put the kettlebell above my head and bend the elbows so the kettlebell touches between the shoulder blades, which is a tricep extension. Simple, five of each. But over the course of an eight-hour day, then that's 40 reps. And that is decent. 40, 14 kilo kettlebell curls, 14 kilo uh, kettlebell extensions, 40 of. And, that, you know, that's a decent amount of, of movement. Okay, it's not going to necessarily be hypertrophy training where you're going for, for real muscle building. That's more of a maintenance protocol. But the fact is I haven't got to go home and do four sets of 10 curls and four sets of 10 extensions because I've done them throughout the day. It's just maintaining good muscle tone as well as getting a lot of blood moving through the body. So that's that's today and probably tomorrow and Wednesday's movement snacks as well. But last week I was just doing five push-ups. I was doing five squats, then five push-ups and another week. Um, and I'm just doing that every hour. Now, another thing I might do throughout the day is just stand on one leg. So for instance, I'm standing on one leg right now. I haven't been since I hit record because uh, we're five minutes in, but there's no reason why I couldn't. You just stand on one leg, tighten up the glute, tighten up the muscles of the leg, try and maintain stillness, and then just put your other leg down. I'm doing it as we speak. Up onto the left leg, the non-dominant leg for me. Tighten up that glute, tighten up the supporting leg as well, and see how long you can stand in that position. Just gets a little bit of muscle tone, again, gets blood moving to that part of the body, and it's good for your core strength as well. This could, could take just 10 seconds per leg. So when might you do that as part of a movement snack? You might do that if you're on a hold. If you're on the phone, you're on a hold, you could just stand on one leg. You might do it if you're part of a Zoom meeting and somebody else has got the floor, somebody else is talking. That'd be a perfect opportunity to just do a little bit of standing on one leg. Um, I call this the pelican rule. So if you're in a meeting, particularly if you've got people who are quite wordy, you know, the speaker stands on one leg. It's just a fun little thing that you can throw out there to do for meetings. Um, other things like calls, um, I'll put my headphones in and I'll just walk up and down the office uh, floor, pacing up and down, talking to somebody on the phone, or I may take the call outside and go for a bit of a walk. Depends if I, you know, if I can live with a bit of background noise, then that's always an option. That's another way of movement snacking and you're sort of intersecting the phone call or the meeting with a bit of exercise, with a bit of movement. And that's a really nice thing to encourage your teams and your colleagues to do as well. Uh, other forms of movement snacking, stairs not lift, easily done. Uh, if you've got the option of taking the stairs two floors, why would you take a lift? It's just a wonderful chance to get a little bit of a movement snack in. And you'll build decent levels of base fitness and strength by doing that as well. Um, Another thing is, take, is just stretching at your desk. Again, if you want to hold or you just flip your camera off for a little bit because you're not talking in a meeting and you could just do some basic stretches. There's no real reason why you couldn't do that with your camera on on a Zoom. I mean, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. And in fact, it may not only role model, but encourage others to do the same. So that's another thing that you can think about doing, just little stretches at your desk. And we've got quite a bit of resource coming up for you about that as well. So I will, um, in fullness of time, alert you to that. Um, sometimes I'll walk across the office when I'm on my way in or out or to get something on the shelf the other side of the room uh, and I'll just swing my arms in a really exaggerated marching fashion. 
and uh, and that helps just to generate some blood flow, get the heart rate up a little bit, bring a tiny bit of heat to the body as well. And you can wrap all of that up if you've got the time. So everything I've just talked about is less than 60 seconds. So there really isn't any big excuse why you couldn't start to weave some of this into your day. But sometimes I'll take two, three, four minutes and just do an energizer. So that might be uh, squatting and then coming up from the body weight squat and then throwing a fast left, right punch and maybe doing 10 reps of that then 10 star jumps, then 10 walk down press ups. Um, and that will take you about two to three minutes. And you can make up your own energizers, just stitch three movement patterns together and do them. But ideally compound movements. A compound movement is a movement that moves all the joints of the body. So a squat's a great example because you're moving the ankle joint, the knee joint, the hip joint. And if you're coming up and doing that left, right, you're moving the shoulder joint and pretty much the whole body in that series of movement. So that's a great example of a compound movement, but something that is using, you know, if we take, for example, a bicep curl, which I have said is part of my movement snap protocol for today, you are just moving the elbow joint and working predominantly the biceps with some support from the triceps and a little bit of core support, I suppose. That's not compound. So the more compound the movement, the more bang for buck you're basically going to get from it. And finally, if you need a bit of encouragement or you're somebody that loves to tick things off a list and get a bit of a thrill, a bit of dopamine from doing that, then write down in advance what your movement snacks are going to be for the day and when you're going to do them. And when that's happened, tick them off. Tick them off the list and say, right, done, done. And you'll get a little hit of dopamine for ticking that off. You'll feel good. Be like, yes, done something, accomplished it. On to the next thing. And that's a great way of, of encouraging this movement snacking as well. And, you know, what, what gets measured gets done. What gets written down and put onto a list is more likely to get done for many of us. So, so I hope that's inspired you to adopt movement snacking into your day. It makes a huge difference to energy, huge difference to mood, a huge difference to your fitness, your basic fitness as well. And you don't need to be in a gym to get that done. Please share away with anyone who needs to hear this. It's been great talking to you as always we'll be back next week take care all the best for now to find out more about what leanne and the team at body shot performance do for companies head over to www.bodyshotperformance.com while you're there why not take our well-being at work scorecard and find out how your business measures up in four key areas of well-being well-being strategy and aspirations well-being resources and training energy and motivation leadership and values Thanks for listening and see you next week.